0: The broker. I love having money, the broker thought to himself as he stepped through the front door of his imposing Long Island home and into the brisk October morning. And I love that I made it all on my own. The young trim man with an athletic build was pleased that his limousine was parked as close to the entrance as possible. He pulled his coat collar up around his neck and rushed past the driver who held the car door open. Grab the three bags just inside the door, would you? The broker asked in a manner that suggested he fully anticipated that his request would be fulfilled without question. He seldom carried anything for himself these days. His computer bag, perhaps, but that was about it. He slid into the back seat and the driver gently but securely closed the door. A few seconds later, the driver placed the bags in the trunk and got behind the wheel. Could you turn the heat up a bit? Yes, sir, the driver obliged. The broker picked up the copy of that day's edition of his preferred financial publication. It had been placed on the seat next to him, something he had come to expect in a matter-of-fact sort of way. He quickly flipped to page three to read his favorite bi-weekly column, The Personal Side. This column was written by an engaging reporter who explored such topics as health and wellness, personal growth, diet and exercise. The broker could almost feel himself getting healthier as he read. The low-carb diet, changing your metabolism, was the subject of the column. The broker had not always been this concerned about his personal health and well-being. As the heir to old money, though he had not yet inherited it, he was privileged to have been in the position to enjoy every advantage life has to offer. He attended a highly regarded graduate business school, but may have attained his MBA more because of his father's financial support of the school than his own smarts. That's not to say that he didn't study hard throughout his college career. He studied hard between off-campus keggers. He studied hard between drug-laced parties and ski trips. He studied hard between binge weekends with fast young friends who did not have their futures in the forefront of their minds. He studied just hard enough to be awarded the parchment, although he ranked only in the dead middle of his class. His father... Hoping to leave a legacy in the financial world, invited the young, newly graduated broker to join the family firm. At worst, the broker thought at the time, I'll have to work some. At best, I'll get a free ride. The broker's father did his best to instill the old-fashioned work ethic in his son's life and career. As a result, there was no fast track. There was no instant partnership. There were no free-flowing raises and bonuses. There were no spiffs or special perks. The broker quickly verbalized his discontent. He attempted to talk to his father about it, but the old man would hear nothing of his son's pleadings. Then, as if by magic, a stunning opportunity appeared on the young broker's horizon. The Internet. The broker determined to start his own company, an online brokerage house that would handle trades over the faster and faster modems and DSL lines that were increasingly connecting America in instant fashion. And so, his firm was born, and he left the comforts of his father's success. The first year was a struggle. He lived in a cold apartment with walls of peeling paint in Brooklyn, a few blocks from the Verrazano Narrows Bridge. He took the train into Manhattan. He sat next to secretaries wearing sneakers, gang members wearing tattoos, and suits wearing suits. His office was more than a few blocks off of Wall Street, on the far east edge of the village, It was nothing like his father's prestigious office with its panoramic view of the harbor that included a glimpse of the Statue of Liberty. No, the broker's view was that of a fire escape hanging precariously from the dilapidated brick building that practically pressed against his window. At first, his business saw little activity. Hits on his website were few and far between. I may have made a huge mistake, the broker thought. Maybe I should have hung in there with my father's firm, proven myself and worked my way up the ladder on his terms but something happened to change it all the broker was watching a business report on television one day and the founder of a competing dot-com online brokerage firm revealed the secrets of his success they were so simple so common sense and so easily implemented that the broker jumped on the ideas immediately Within 24 hours of implementing the first stages of a cost-effective marketing plan, the traffic to the broker's website increased exponentially. Within days, he was running ads in the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal to recruit employees. Two weeks later, he concluded that running ads and screening prospects.